have the life of God in me. Say, I'm born of God. I'm born of the Spirit. I am a child of God. I'm anointed of God. I'm a child of God. Say, I'm God's offspring. Say, I'm God's child. Say, I've received Him. I believe in His name. So, therefore, I am a child of God. See, I am a new creation. See, I have received the gift of righteousness. I am the righteousness of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Say, all things are mine. All things are mine. Say, I've got the Spirit of God in me. I know times and seasons. I know times and seasons. Say, I know times and seasons. Say, this season is going to be the best so far in the name of Jesus hallelujah let's celebrate Jesus as you have your seat you can have your seat in God's presence hallelujah celebrate your neighbor as well tell your neighbor I celebrate you yes we celebrate ourselves amen you know you'll be so surprised in the next coming years you know, the, the person you're sitting with is probably going to be a church planter somewhere, either an apostle, a pastor, it could be president, doctors, chief medical directors, CEOs. And, and you know, you know that feeling like, ah, I know that brother, I know that sister, she used to sit beside me. You know, I know, I know. So you better do it right now. Do it well. Say, I celebrate you. Yeah, make a mark, make a mark, make a mark, <laughs> make a mark. It's important you make a mark, yes. Amen. It's important you make a mark. You know why? So that, you know, as we make a mark, the face is registered. Uh, and, you know, who knows? You know, God will, will place into the heart of that person to invite you for a conference. Amen. So that's why it's good to even have good relationships. It's actually good to have good relationships. Some people, when they, when, they, when they break bridges, they don't know how to mend bridges. I was, I was sitting down there, and I, you know, the Holy Spirit was ministering to me about in that direction that a lot of people just know, don't know how to you know, uh, uh, mend bridges, especially I'm talking about friends. You know, individuals, people just, you know, friends fight each other, and you know, they, go, they go entirely separate ways, you know, in the same environment, and everyone just stab themselves. It doesn't work like that. Life is not that hard. Okay, life is not hard. Life is not momentary. Life is not. Um, it's not just about now. Amen. Are you getting? I'm trying to say here. Yeah, life is bigger than that. Amen. Life is bigger than that. Life is bigger than that. You don't know what that person is going to. What's going to? I know turn out for that person in the nearest future. And you know, and you know, and, and one of the most ridiculous things ever is the spirit of witchcraft. Okay, yeah, I, I will say this. You know, the spirit of witchcraft is to assume that because somebody is not in par with you, okay, they will never make it in life. It's a spirit of witchcraft. Yeah, and all, that thing is very common, especially among churches. Okay, but like, ah, you know, maybe there's uh, maybe somebody leaves church. Say ah, he has left church. That's why he died. Yeah, no, you know, that's the spirit of witchcraft. It doesn't work that way. That's not new creation ways of doing things. No, 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 no. Because somebody can leave you, okay? Can leave your meeting, leave your fellowship, and it will be good for the person. And there's nothing you can do about it. 
<laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Praise God. So, and you know, in the spirit of, because in the spirit of being a new creation, when you see those individuals, okay, people work out for different reasons. Amen. That's life. Hallelujah. People work out of friendship, of communities, for different reasons. It could be personal. Okay, it could be personal. There are some individuals who probably, you know, probably, you know, there are a lot of reasons. There are a lot of reasons. There are a lot of reasons. For me personally, what I just encourage people is that if you find the word somewhere, stay there. Find the word, stay there. But this is not just about, you know, a community, a church community. I'm talking in general as friendship. This is not a message, but I just feel led in my spirit to touch this. Okay, friendship, individuals. There are friends that, you know, I told somebody once, I, I, I told a minister once, I said the thumb, amen, the thumb and the toe are in the same body. Okay, but they are far from each other. So in other words, we can be in the same body and we are still far from each other. There's a, there, there are levels of friendship. There are acquaintances, so there's not, the fact that somebody, you know, uh, there is, there's a left, there's a way, it does not mean that you just tap the person totally. You know, you, there's a way you do it. You know, you do it by the Spirit. Okay, man. There's a way you do it by the Spirit that, okay, the thumb is still, you know, in the same body with the toe. But they're just far from each other. It's just that like it's not going to be like head and neck again. Okay, and gradually, as the Spirit of God will be helping you, it will get, the toe will be getting closer to the thumb. Okay, until they meet and become head and neck. You go, you saw my friend say, Yeah, this is parable, but you understand the concept. Yeah, okay, are you getting my friend to say, Yeah, it's important. We must learn it. We must learn to, because you see, in the, you know, somebody said something a while ago. He said, You need, they are, you are maximum, you are five steps away from, uh, maximum, you are five steps away from a particular position you're supposed to get to. I heard this a while ago. I mean, so that, for example, if you want to meet Obama today, Amen. Realistically, you are just five steps away from meeting Obama. Maximum. What I'm trying to say, I, I use Obama for a reason. Okay, let me use Georgian Prime Minister. You just need to know five persons maximum to Georgian President. You just need good five. I'm not talking about random five persons. I'm saying good five persons. I mean, when I mean good five persons, good five persons that you have a relationship with. Somebody that knows somebody that will now know somebody that now knows the President. It's as good as that. But just imagine, but you don't have friends and you don't care. You don't care about anybody. It's you and your own self alone. And you and your computer and your phone in your house alone. You don't care. You just go to school. You know, everybody greets you. This is life for me, you know. I don't care. Everybody is just toxic. So because everybody is toxic, I just stay on my lane. See, people have been toxic from creation, okay? <laughs> when I mean toxic, in the sense that when you get close to people, okay, you step on people's toes. I've told us before, the reason why you step on people's toes is because you are getting close to each other. I can only step on your toe because I'm getting close to you. All right? So it's normal. You must learn how to, you know, develop that tensile strength to absorb, you know, uh, certain things. And also, it doesn't mean that you are absorb, absorbing abuse. You know, you're stating the fact, I don't like this, okay? But still, you find a way to, you know, to find a common ground that, that friendship that are deep, that friendship that are not very deep. Okay, you know that this person is not contributing to your spiritual life. You keep the person at where they're supposed to be. Are you? I'm trying to say here. You keep, there are people that are extremely toxic. Okay, they are toxic and destructive. Those ones. Okay, you put. You know, you run. Are you? I'm trying to say extremely toxic. You run. Amen. But if in your life everybody is toxic, ah, 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 amen. You are the toxic one. Are you? I'm trying to say here. If everybody's toxic in your life, everybody, Abba, 
Okay, but I'm not saying that you should just get make yourself an abuse, no, object of abuse. I'm saying that when you notice someone that is toxic, something is not contributing to your spiritual life, okay, you run. You run. Amen. I remember I was in a meeting one time. That was back in Nigeria. Somebody was saying that, oh, you see, they are dying in that, you know, place because they are teaching these things. I was like, ah, 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 ah. Kilo day, why? Why? Why must we think? Because they are dying because they are teaching these things. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You don't rejoice over people's death. Why? Okay? So, because it's our desire to ensure that people come to repentance. We have put people to prayers. Amen. Amen. I had ministers who, I mean, I had leaders then who had issues, you know, you know, when it comes to the flesh. They had issues. I heard about it. And I put it in prayers. I was praying about them. I said, pray for them. A father, I pray that this man, I will, you know, I won't mention his name, that this man, you know, you, you, God, you open his eyes. You will find his standing in the name of Jesus. And I, and I committed to it in fasting and prayer without anybody knowing. I did it in secret. Because God who sees your effort in secret will reward you openly. Let me tell you this, brothers and sisters, God still rewards. God does not reward eye service. God rewards what you do in the secret. Amen. What you do in the secret is what God rewards openly. If you talk bad about me in the secret, you'll be rewarded openly. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Your reward will not be death. Oh. Amen. You will not be death in Jesus' name. You get what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, I'm not saying... Uh -huh. I'm saying if you pray for somebody in secret, you will see the reward what? Openly. Hallelujah. The open reward I'm talking about here is that in the course of time, course of life, you just see certain things, you know, you get to certain positions, you begin to gain certain authority on certain things. It's still the same thing as we said yesterday about keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. There are certain authorities you have in doctrinal matters that you, that you can only get through certain commitment and devotion. I repeat, there are certain authority that you get. When I mean authority, say, I'll give you keys to the kingdom. There are certain keys that you would have that, and it is connected to certain commitments. It's a spiritual reality, it's a spiritual principle. It works it has been working and it will keep working. Amen. I have told us before, I have seen people that I don't need, see, I don't need to have so much long times. Please, you have to know these things and these are instructive words. You can write them down, alright? There are individuals that when I meet them, I know that this person has had an encounter. I went to minister one somewhere a long time ago. That was my first um, out yeah, yeah, it was my first outing to minister. I think it should be in 20, 2006. Yes, 2006 or 2005. That was the first time I was invited somewhere to minister. And it was a song. I, I ministered in songs. And, you know, I just, not long after then, I just had an encounter with God's spirit, you know, devoted to prayers, you know, always, you know, there's, you know, extra passion to pray to tarry in the place of the word i mean nothing has mattered if at that point i thought why are people in relationship why uh, why souls are perishing why are people doing boyfriend again so my mind was totally focused on god alone nothing else every other thing looked so extremely carnal you know going to the bush praying you know nigeria a lot of those 
bushes in Nigeria. You know, my hostel then, I would go to the bush and I would be praying five hours, sometimes seven hours in the bush every day. You know, my minimum, minimum three hours, you know, minimum three hours at a stretch. I'm not talking about the ones that you do during the day while you're walking on the road because I had no money. So I had no plenty of money. So the best way is to trek to where you're going and trek back and, you know, get yourself praying in tongues on the road, praying in tongues back. So, you, you know, I enjoyed it because it gives me that, you know, opportunity to pray, you know, because I'm going to be walking because if you enter taxi, probably, you know, in Nigeria, you park yourself in the taxi so you won't have time to pray like that. But if you're walking alone on the road, okay, you pray. And I told us, that's the way we used to do it. I told us there's a principle to do it. If you are walking to a far place, don't rush. Okay, people, we know you are, where you are going is far. <laughs> so we also, you know, we, we walk small, you know, gently. So we have enough time to pray. You know, this, that period, I had given myself to praying and everything. So I, I just finished, you know, I, I joined the choir and, you know, singing in the choir and all. And by God's grace, through God's favor, whatever, I sang. I was given a song to lead. You know, why I said because of God's favor? Because it takes God's favor in that choir to lead a song. <laughs> we are about 90. They are about, if I'm correct, about 90 in the choir. So, and I just came six months. Normally, some people have been in the choir for five years and they never led a song. And it's okay. It's okay. It's not a problem. I told us the ones about this. It's okay. They had six people that lead songs. And that six people are the six people. Nobody else. You cannot fight. You cannot protest. If you protest, out. It's simple. It's 90. <laughs> 90. <laughs> so we had six people. Those six people, of course, they, they are very... When you see the six people, you know how they can be on this sort of people, okay? You will not even argue. Like six people are. This, because when you see them, you know, prayer, like... These are words. Field. Spirit. Sharp. Scale. Sharp. Spirit. Sharp. Anointing. Sharp. And here comes me, six months in the choir. <laughs> and they just gave me a song to lead. So the way they did it, I told us, I think I shared the testimony. I, I have a reason why I'm sharing the testimony. The way they did it then, because in the choir, so I had given the song to the choir director that I want to sing this song, I want to sing this song. So of course, just imagine the, the zeal and the passion that I was giving myself to prayers and everything. So the, the, the music director taught the choir the song after many times of persuading him. Then the day to this, uh, the Saturday, the dress we had that day, he called me. He said, you know you're not going to sing this song. I said, yes, sir. I know, sir. All right. So because uh, uh, either uh, Femi Emmanuel or Michael Ward are going to be singing the song. Okay. They, are, they know the song. They've rehearsed the song. Okay. I said, all right, sir. All right, sir. You know. So that's okay. Because this dress rehearsal. So it was dress rehearsal. I think one of them came late. He's still one of the main singers. Did not come on time. So he was supposed to sing in the dress rehearsal. So the other guy said, ah, let him try it in rehearsal. Let him try it. Just try it in rehearsal. To see. Of course, I had prayed, I had fasted on this song. It's not just about scale alone. Hi, yeah, yeah. In the Riaza, as I sang the song, it's a funky song. I sang the song in the Riaza, the power of God hit the choir. As in, I saw it, I said, Yes. <laughs> yes, there is no way. <laughs> even, if, even if there's a protocol, there is no way you will not say this one should not lead it on Sunday. There is no way. The power of God eat the, eat the choir. Rehearsal. They were praying. People were, people turned into prayer. The song is, I won't let go till you bless me. People started praying. People fell under power. I said, yes, Lord. Even myself, I was shaking. I was shaking. I stood on one spot. I was singing the song. The guy that was supposed to lead the song said, I don't think I can lead this song. I don't think I can lead this song. Let him just, you know, let him just continue. And that's how, you know, God exposed me. I was saying something. I said, the same God exposed me and I started singing in, uh, quiet. I was saying something before I mentioned, I mentioned this. What was I saying? 
Yeah, thank you. So certain authorities, okay? So the authority that came, the authority that came in that ministration came as a result of a particular secret devotion. They did not, it's not, a, it's not an acting. Are you going to say, let me say this, listen up everybody, listen, listen. You can never act divine manifestation. You cannot act it. It's not acting movie. You cannot act it. It takes keys. Amen. And it's not something that, okay, maybe it's extremely, you know, hard to do. It's something that is basic that you should do normally. You know, giving yourself to basic devotions. Basic spiritual devotions. There is no way. There will be a touch of favor on the things you do. Are you going to try to say here? A touch of it. There will be flow of the spirit. You would, it will be, it will be evident. It will not be in your diction, in your language. It will be evident. Hallelujah. It, it's not just about in the ministration, also in your utterance. There are certain utterances that come in the place of devotion. Amen. Amen. So that's why it's important that even in this, in this year, please, I want to encourage us. Okay? Give yourself to the things of the Spirit. Amen. Give yourself to the things of the Spirit. There are certain things that you struggle for. Okay, that you should not, you know, particularly struggle for. I'm not saying challenges will not come. Challenges will come. Amen. She was saying something earlier. She said she would know that certain things are supposed to happen. You know, whether good or bad. So I have told us before, the, the fact that you have been led by the Spirit does not mean that bad things will not happen. You can be led into the wilderness. The Bible says, and Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That's figurative anyway. And I apply that figuratively. You can be. And, and let me say this to you. Listen up everybody. Listen. I'm going to touch something. Uh, maybe let's just keep, I just keep flowing like this. And it's okay. Amen. Let me say this. Listen. You must learn it. I have known. See, I know people that are inexperienced. When it comes to. Um, I've, said, I've done. It has happened here once in church. I will not mention names. I will not mention names. And after the ministration. I do that a lot, especially to ministers. I, 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 and many ministers have, have not even done it for. But I will still do it for them. Amen. I put people in difficult situations. Deliberately. By the spirit. <laughs> to crown it off. Okay. <laughs> so it's a pastor now. Amen. It's a good training. You know what? Let me tell you what I mean. I, see, when I'm in difficult situation, things that are not yours, your, what is not your comfort zone, I just, Minister Chikoze knows. I'll put, in, I'll put you in what is not your comfort zone. I want to see how you want to use what you have in your spirit to fight. To fight the lions. Amen. Some of you enjoy it being too easy. And that's not the way real life is. Real life. <laughs> real, real life. There are tigers and there are lions. In life. I, I have seen. I put, there's one time. One minute, I, I will not mention somebody. You know, it was ministry. And I put. It, 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 it was very challenging. The person, ah. I could see. Let me say something. Uh, something happened. Oh, many of you. You have to be sensitive in the spirit. When, let me use Pastor. When Pastor Seku came to minister. In one of the days, okay, in one of the days, in the spirit, there was a struggle in the beginning. 
Many will not know. All of you will not know. You will. I believe none of you knows. I believe none of you. I knew. The man of God said we know. But the experience was provo- like he, what I'm saying, the, he knew there was in the spirit, but he rose by the spirit and took charge by the spirit. And that that rising by the spirit and taking charge by the spirit happened within let's say two minutes. Amen. Within two minutes. So if you're if you're not careful, ah, challenge is like this challenge is coming. You, you, you want to say something, but you are saying that it's like this. You are saying words, but it's bouncing back at you. Amen. So look at it. Just, just imagine that you are teaching a place. Imagine you are invited to teach in a place. And your audience, you have been used to love dominion assembly that when you say, ah, you are the righteousness of God, you say, yes, glory. Amen, glory. And you are now invited somewhere. And I say, the, right, the righteousness of God. I everybody look at you. Come on, everybody, give a God a shout. Uh, you know, if you have not learned how to hold your ground well, the devil will take advantage of that, attack your mind, and just say, ah, the spirit of God is not moving. It, it is at that place you begin to fight the fight of faith. The Bible says, when you're when you're uh, when you fail, I'll be able to put it. When you when you fail in the days of adversity, it says your strength is small. You must learn to allow the spirit of God within you, okay? Rise to the occasion. You must learn it. Hallelujah. You must learn to let the spirit of God within you rise to the occasion. That's why I was telling now some of you ordinary small challenges. Just imagine, you wake up in the morning, listen, 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 because we are encouraged us, for example, in this year, just not here, this year alone and beyond. You give yourself, you give your morning devotion or devotion, either you do it in the morning or in the night, you give it fire. Even if you are doing 15 minutes every day, but you are praying every day, you give it fire. You start first day, second day, third day, five day, you know, six day. You think the devil is happy about that. And you are enjoying your life. You wake up every morning after praying and, you know, reading the scripture, going through the messages you have, you know, received on Sundays. And, you know, you're looking at the word, listening to messages. You do your jotters. You do everything. You're leaving to your class, to your work, to all the places you're going, you know, basking in God's glory in your mind. You're meditating on God's word. You think the devil is excited about that. The devil wants to keep you busy. The devil wants to keep you busy. He wants to keep you busy with challenges of life. So, but now here comes you. You're already thinking about things. So that's why the devil start bringing, you know, issues, boyfriend issues start coming for those who, you know, who are very sensitive to such things, you know, girlfriend issues start coming in and family issues. And before you know it, you have even forgotten that you have studied Bible for like two months. You have not prayed for like two months. Only Sunday services you go to. And the Sunday services you go to, we notice the day you stop your devotion, that Sunday service will start reducing, twinkling, twinkling. Okay, start reducing. Now, that's what I'm trying to say is this. It is the devil's desire to keep you in a box. In a box. <laughs> okay? So it is the devil's desire. So if you don't learn how to say, you learn how to understand that what the devil is trying to do, he keep you away. Even when you're not, this, let me tell you, this is how it always starts. And most of it, this is how it always starts. After you do five, five days stretch, yes, ah, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> God, I like you. you know, and everything. And suddenly, once somebody will not annoy you in school, maybe your lecturer annoys you, or something. Somebody at your workplace annoys you. You start. You now speak out of the blues. You speak something back. Anger just came and everything, and you go back in your house. 
Say, I'm not even feeling it. Say, the Holy Spirit is not here with me. So, you know, because you are angry, many people, because they are angry, you are not feeling, you don't feel, you are feeling the anointing. So, because you are not feeling the anointing, or the Spirit of God with you, you just assume that the Spirit of God is not you. My point is this, the time you are not feeling it, learn how to generate energy from the Spirit. Learn how to create an atmosphere. Learn it to keep the fire burning. That's my point. Because if you don't do that, hey, what's the law? <laughs> Hold the law, support the law. If you don't, I say, yeah. If you don't learn how to keep the fire burning, ah, <laughs> it will start from there. Then start attacking you, attacking your family, attacking things. And you know, I start calling pastor, pastor. I need you to pray for me. I will pray for you. My prayer will be for you for your commitment to be rekindled, and also much more for that situation to go to. I will do. I will join you in prayers. But God wants you to also be fired up. So even what I'm trying to say is that be expectant because as you said this year, well, I'm going to have more devotion. Know what you are going to you are going to await. Know what awaits you in the course of the year. Are you going to say yeah? Not just the year alone. Beyond things will happen. That's why I told us I used to put them ministers. I've used I put minister Dio in one situation once. I was looking at him as he was ministry. He was quoting the scripture. I was looking at him. He quotes scripture. Quotes scripture. Hey man, scripture did not quote. As in, as in, I look at it as a, ah, yes. So and, and and I love I love the fact that you know by the spirit of God he had he had prayed by the spirit of God he rose up to the occasion. But of course it took long, but he rose up to it. Amen. Amen. But by experience, some people will rise up to the occasion in one minute. Are you trying to say yeah? You don't you don't have to feel fine every day. To do devotion. Yes. That's my point. You don't have to feel fine. It's, it's not by feeling. You don't have to feel fine. That. Are you going to try to say yeah? You stir it up by the spirit. He said, out of your belly shall flow out what? Rivers of water. There are times that the only thing that you will have is the scripture, is the word of God. Yes, are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah? I repeat again. There are times, multiple times in this world that we are Multiple times. Let me tell you this. It's not only happening to church members alone. It happens to pastors. Even Baba Deboye. I repeat, you know, because Baba Deboye, pastor, he has Deboye. He's someone that, you know, he's someone that, you know, we regard as, you know, he's a sound man. He has got a lot of results. But Deboye said something one time. He said, he decided one thing that any time an evil thought comes to his mind. Okay? He decided to pray one hour. He said, because the devil knows that he's praying one hour for every evil thought, the devil now begins to leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, every, when the evil thought comes, he gives himself one hour to pray. Not against evil thought, to just pray. I am trying to say, yeah. So, but that's an established fact that this evil thought comes. Amen. The man, the man had his son, you know, his son slept with the Lord, I mean, slept in the Lord last year. No father would want to see that. No father. Before that, they did all they could do. This is, this is a man that moves the power of God. <laughs> He's not, today is not the day to talk about it, but this is a man that moves God's power. But after they prayed, I mean, spoke the word and did all the things they need to do. I mean, I mean, I was, and Baba still came after and still thought. 
is the thought. And he preached. Not about it. He preached about the kingdom of God. Salvation. Separate him from the experience. He refused to even touch the experience. Amen. Are ah, you going to try to say yeah? He refused to even touch the experience. He touched kingdom alone. He was just preaching kingdom. Like nothing happened, so to say. Hallelujah. Because that's what the devil does. The devil will first try one. If you miss, if you misstep, that you miss your feet like this. You rush. You rush. I'm serious. You rush everything. Small thing like this. That's what I'm saying. You fail your course. One exam, you fail it. You refuse to pray in the morning. You refuse to even worship. You refuse to come to church. You refuse to do Bible study because you failed one anatomy course. Somebody that is not born again, not filled the Holy Ghost, gave you a wrong mark. And <laughs> coupled with your own laziness that you have not read. And that now spoils your devotion. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what we say that if the edge is broken, the serpent bites quickly. It bites me. Immediately. He bites fast. The devil very swift. Always looking for that loophole. Very loopholes. And that's what sin also does. Sin. Because there's no child of God. Eh? Who is sin? Or is living in sin that perpetually enjoys it. So when that sin, when sin comes, I'm probably perpetually sinning like this. <laughs> Uh, is a loophole to the devil strikes because there's no way your heart, the devil will come first, condemnation begins. Okay, especially when you are refused, you are held bent, you are, you know, you are you know, neck bent or head bent on, on not repenting. Ah, <laughs> you are see a new creation, but you suffer it. it. It's catastrophic. The devil, the end is when the edge is broken, the serpent will bite. Hallelujah. So you give your devotion this year energy. Give it energy. Ensure that you are sensitive in the spirit. The Bible spoke of the sons of Issachar. Let me say this to you, everybody. In 1 Chronicles and chapter 12, he spoke about the sons of Issachar. He said they understand times. Let me say, what they are understanding is not calendar. Hallelujah. What they are understanding is not December 25. Or neither are they understanding May 16. They understand times means they understand seasons. They understand, they understand what ought to be done at this season. Let me say this to you, but this is very important. You have to understand the mystery of time. As we did last year, we crossed from 2022 to 2023. I told us this before. Listen. Listen, listen clearly. Amen. Amen. In the spirit. With God, there's actually God is not even God does not function by these calendars. Now, these calendars are in our own realm. Are we together here? These calendars are in our are in the realm of man. I told us before somebody was telling somebody spoke to me recently. Uh, I think I went somewhere, I think I was three years ago, and uh, they came from Norway. It's a family, they came from Norway. Uh, they, I think the husband is a Lithuanian or Latvian, and the other wife. So that was three years ago. I went to visit uh, the family just for a fellowship to share the word. So this family came around and they said something about Christmas. About, yeah, they said something about Christmas tree, that okay, it's a pagan worship and everything and other things. I just, I just, I told them, I said, this is unnecessary, okay? 
is unnecessary. I can choose. See, to the pure, all things are pure. To him that is defiled, is nothing pure. Okay, are, you, are we together? To the pure, all things are pure. To him that is defiled, is nothing pure. The concept, we, are, we, we must not see our faith. We are not defeated. We are God's children. Amen? Amen. We are not, we're not, we're not defeated. Okay, I, please, let me hold that thought. If I lose it, bring me back to it. Now, remember, in the law of Moses, when a woman is doing menstrual period, okay, on her period, anything she touches is declared unclean. Anything she touches is declared unclean. If she sits on a chair, that chair is unclean. If a man, another person comes to sit on the chair that she has sat on, that person is now unclean because she, the person sat where the other person has sat on. It was that terrible. Now, there was a woman with the issue of blood who had the issue of blood for many years. And this woman came from behind and touched Jesus. So, by the definition of the law, who should be unclean? Jesus. Why? Because this woman has touched Jesus. But in the New Testament, by divine providence and by the Spirit of God, when the unclean touches the clean, the clean cleans the unclean. So, she touched Jesus and Jesus cleaned her. So, it is not... So, this is the point. It's, for example, I was talking to somebody recently, yeah, recently, I think two days ago. Where I was discussing, I was okay, about Netherlands. The person is a, you know, they work, you know, with a mission, with mission field, uh, mission ministry in Netherlands. And she was telling me about the challenges they go through in Netherlands and about reaching out to people for the gospel. And the same challenges is what people also go through in UK because everybody's quite busy, you know, work, you know, uh, you're doing shift. You know, people are just here and there, walking up and down. But UK is even terrible. Because people are just walking, going from shift, especially those Nigerian guys. You know, those folks who got loan, you know, before going to the UK. And they have to pay their bills and return loan. So, there's no time to even pray. There's no time because you're just going back, back, you go home to sleep and all those things. So, and I told, I told her, I said, okay. She said, it's very difficult to even find people. Nobody. People are, and I asked her, are there clubs? She said, yes. So people are clubs. So people go to club. So people have time. I mean, people go to club to, to dance. To people go to club. I said, that's a good way. That's, a, that's even a, a good way to start. Saying the club, yeah. In my, what I'm trying to say is this. I'm saying that it is possible, okay, that you can even, okay, let me say this. Okay, I can say, it's possible for you to even turn a club or a pub house or a prostitute house to a church gathering place where men will get, are getting filled with the Holy Ghost. It takes someone that is someone that is at is set on God on fire. And such person will be on a covert operation for such agenda. You can friendly say yeah. But my point is this that mission is possible all around. What was I saying before I did this digression? Yeah, as children of God, we cannot be defeated. No, that before I said, I said something. Yeah, sons of Issachar, thank you. Bless you. Sons of Issachar understands what? Times and seasons. 
times and seasons. So it's not about calendar. It's not about June. So I was talking about this guy here. He's talking about Christmas tree and all those things. I said, okay, it's simple. So if I ask the guy, so when are you born? What is your day? Date of birth. I like to do all those. I like to find trouble sometimes. What's your date of birth? Any of you, if you say your name is your date of birth is January 16th, for you to even say January alone, what you have started is the word January. Jan, January is Janus. I mean, is it not Janus? Is the name of one God. So, so if you want to start investigating everything and say, well, I'm not doing Christmas because it was one God that they were worshipping before. They now turn it to open God. Uh, Christian has used it. My point is that the, since Christians have used it, it has been sanctified. I am trying to say, yeah. If I use it, it has been sanctified. If you go to a, 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 a shrine, you can, that place, you stay there, organize revival in that place, it can be taught to church. I am trying to say, yeah. <laughs> It depends on what you are bringing in. If you are bringing the spirit of God in it, it has been sanctified. Amen. We call ordinary agege bread. Bread bread and wine. We call it holy communion. What makes it holy communion? It's the spirit of God. Simple. Because we bring the spirit of God in it, we call bread. Just money. Bread. Flour. I bake bread. Flour and wine. Holy communion. Because of the presence of God in it. Hallelujah. Moses was passing through that same place that his animals and his, you know, his sheep and all, they have defecated on it. And God said, off your shoe, that place you are now, at this moment, is a holy ground. At that moment, it's not holy ground forever, but at that moment, why? Because God's presence was there at that moment. It's the same place that he has been passing all this while. That place did not just happen suddenly. It, just, God just came there. That's what makes it holy. Are you going to say, yeah? You are on holy ground because God is there. Your body is the temple of God. You are holy because God is here. Are you going to say yeah? So you choose, I said, Christmas is either of this. It is only because we chose to use it. It's only. All things are us. Are us. Amen. If we decide to choose 7th of January, that 7th of January is holy. In fact, we do it every day. Every day is holy. It's simple. You start carrying your mind about one idol. I'm saying January, February, March, all these names. January, a name of idols. Go and read this history now. The name of idols. He said, I'm giving August uh, my, uh, my birthday in February. It's, a, it's an idol name that you are, you are also celebrating. <laughs> we have a conference. Uh, behold, conference, seven days of conference. January 17th to January. You know, this is an idol name, not me. You get to the pure, all things are pure. To him that is defied, is nothing pure. Your mind is corrupt. Paul said, he said, the food they are given unto idols. He said, I didn't know. He said, they ate it. But the one who ate that same food, thinking it's the food given unto idols, he said, ah, don't eat it because you have thought in your mind that it's the food given unto idols. Don't eat it. He said, but to me, I ate. I ate because there's no idol in this world. There's only one God. But when he sees the other one coming to eat, and that person does not have such knowledge, he withdrew himself and said, ah, no. He's given unto idols. Yeah, yeah. No, don't touch don't touch. It's just because of the sake of that person. For conscience sake. Not for God's sake. For conscience sake. Understanding times. is very important. Let me say this. Look at it. Look at. Um, uh, uh, uh. Amen. You have to understand seasons in your life. Amen. It's important. <laughs> 
Sister Jaren, you are with me, yeah? Yes. Sarah, you are with me? It's important to do what? To understand seasons in your life. Don't just live life. Just, just live like, like that. Understand seasons. Don't understand seasons by calendar. Amen. Amen. You can understand seasons like, ah, God is about to take me through a process. He says, he talks about the sons of Issachar. He said they understand what? Times and seasons. Did we open there? I think it's first Chronicles 12, 33 or 32. Well, is that correct? First Chronicles 12. Amen. It's part of you know, David's army. Look at that. He said, of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of times to know which, what Israel ought to do. They understand times to know what Israel ought to do. This is what is called the gift of discernment. Gift of discernment. So in this first Chronicles 12, he listed men of valor, men that David was gathering, okay, men that came to support David for his battle. And he listed different men of them. Some of them are strength, some of them can fight sword. But this particular tribe of Issachar. He said they understand times. No, these are unique. This is a unique gift. Amen. It's a unique gift. Amen. Ha! You know, sometimes I wish, sometimes I wish we are all dreamy. That I will now wake up in 2013. Someone say, why? So I can invest in Bitcoin. See? <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just me. Amen. I don't know about you, but it's just me. <laughs> so just, you know, just imagine that you had seen, you know, you had gone in the spirit to the future and you came back and you now see, you know how much you would have invested in Bitcoin? When people are saying it's going up, going down, you just lock up. Because you know that in 2020, 2020 or 2021, or whatever, it will reach 60,000. Amen. Are you trying to say? If it's going up, it reached 7,000, it came down. You know, you will not shake. You will not shake. You just... So why are you not shaking? Don't worry. I know where it will reach. Amen. You know why I'm using this as an example? Another example came to me while I was sitting down. Is Mario. Mario game. We used to play. Because those are the examples I can give. I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm, 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 you know. In those days, we play Mario. You know, you know, level one. Level one is different from level two. And when you're about to get to the dragon, to the last enemy, the color changes. Everything changes. It, they, they, the songs change. But, but, but if you know how to play the game well, you know how to win. Now listen, this is what I'm trying to say here. You know, there are times, immediately you finish level one, you know we have entered level two. My point is that that click, must, that such click, not for Mario, but for life, must be in your spirit. In this period, to know that, ah, I have entered a season in my life. Oh, this season, the color has changed. But you are seeing the end of it. 
You have known at the end of this season, this is what will happen. So you know what to invest in this current season. Am I communicating to us here? You have to, you have to, come, you have to approach it like that. You know, that's why I started by saying, God does not follow calendar like 2022, 2023. Look at Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians and, okay. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, look at Hebrews 1 3. Hebrews 1, Hebrews 1 1. He said, God has certain times spoken to us in diverse manner, spoken to the fathers in diverse manner through the prophet. Okay, he said, At in these last days, Hebrews 1, at in this what? Look at it. At in this what? At in this what? Spoken unto us by his son. Look at that. He used last days. Give me seven minutes more. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, at the what? In these last days. This was, this is Hebrew. Hebrew. The book of Hebrew. And this book was written about 2,000 years ago, approximately. And the writer was telling those who was writing to that in these last days. The writer knew by the Spirit that they are in the last days. 2,000 years ago. It was the last day. That's what I used to tell us. I said, the last day began when Jesus resurrected from the dead. He's not as well, you know, we are in the last day. Look at what is happening everywhere now. No, <laughs> you're, you're, the last day is not Monday, Friday, Saturday. It's not few, it's not three days. You know, Jesus will just come, you know, because we are in the last day. We have been in the last day for the past two thousand years ago. If you don't understand times, you just give yourself hypertension. You have to understand the bigger picture of things. And I've told us before, if you understand the bigger picture of things and the mind of God, you will know that in God's clock, it's revival time. It's the move of the spirit time. But I'm not talking about it today. But I, I just decided to go to time for a reason. You must understand the mystery of chronos. The mystery of time. What time is about? How time is created? How do you use time? See, well, that's why I'm telling you, January, February, all this thing where a man's idea, not God, he's not, he's not divinely inspired. January, February, March, April, May, June, you can do the research. They are not divinely inspired. God has his own timing. And God's timing and agenda. You see, God will come to Daniel. He said, wake up. He will give him in the visions. I said this, 70 weeks is determined upon your people to consummate this, to consummate this, for sacrifice, for this. 70 weeks. Jeremiah will pray and God will say, no, 70 years is determined for you to be in captivity. Go, my point is this. Yeah, you, 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 okay. Let, 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 first Peter, first Peter. Go to first Peter. Hallelujah. For a reason. Oh God. God help me. Hallelujah. First Peter 1, 3. First Peter 1, 20, rather. First Peter 1, 20. Now, it says, Who verily was for then before the foundation of the world, but was manifested what? In this world? Okay, look at again. 1 Corinthians 10, 11. 1 Corinthians 10, 11. Look at what it says. He said, now, so Paul, after he had written what the Old Testament did, okay? Their, you know, tenacity, you know, and all those things. Then in 1 Corinthians 10, 11, he said, now, all these things happened unto them for our example. And they are written for our admonition 
upon whom the ends of the world are come. Now, now, he used the writer. Now, look at it. Paul was writing here. Paul was writing here. He says this. He says, he said, they are written for our admonition. Amen. Somebody say our admonition. Now, who was writing this again? Paul. Right? Who was writing this? So when Paul was saying he was written for our admonition, was he including himself? I be this simple English now. He was written, he said, this thing is written for our. So as the, the statement was, is their present day statement. You know, sometimes when you read this verse now, you think it's talking about 2023. Yes, yes. The writer was 2000, about 2015 years after Jesus' death. And he's saying that the, he said the ends of the world are come upon them. I tell you, the end of the world started after resurrection of Jesus. His mother is not Friday, Saturday. He's not five years. That's why I'm not going to talk about it today, about Jesus' appearance and all those things. We will look at that some other time, as the Lord permits us. But this is why I decide to touch this, so that you can understand times. When it comes to God, God does not function by, you know, January 26, uh, this, 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 is a season. There are events that will just happen in the season. Just events just happening. Events are just unfolding in the seasons. For example, this year, some of you will develop tensor, you develop strength. God will take you through seasons that will develop your ten, you know, your strength. And, and this season, it will not be one week. It may not be two weeks. For many, it can be two months. For some, it can be six months. But at the end of the six months, you will develop strength. He can try to say, yeah. For some, it could be one week. Amen. God has taken me through seasons in my life that lasted for two years. I'm using, I said two years. Two years in man's calendar. <laughs> two years in man's calendar. And how, how the seasons, the length of the season, it will be determined by how receptive you are to learn. Amen. Are you getting what I'm to say? Yeah. The length of the season is determined by our receptive God. God will make you learn. Amen. You will learn it. I mean, I was wondering one time. To today, I still believe it's not a fluke. When I was in secondary school, they made me follow up uh, assistant prayer coordinator of SU. I was part of SU. SU is scriptural union. Our father, they invited me to SU fellowship. I went there like two times, and they said, "Well, they maybe as a follower." I said, "Like, yeah. I ran away." I said, "No, eh, to pray." And I saw how those guys used to pray. They now make me assistant prayer coordinator. I ran away. No, no, I just follow up, not prayer. I just follow up. I ran away. They begged me. They looked around for me. They came to. They would come to class. I ran away. I could not stay. That's SS one. SS two. I dodged. I stopped going to fellowship. And I became very bad. And I learned my lesson. That's why since that time, it's not good to give uh, position to somebody that is a novice. It's not good. You give position to some people that is a novice, they run away. Because they don't understand why, uh, why we go out to use me. They run away. They are scared. I ran away. I was scared. They would have just waited for me to develop more. Before they start challenging me with big position. <laughs> you guys, see my point here. Some of us, Minister Sisi, 
the first time she led worship, no, not worship, back up in church. Minister Sissi, even of you know, the first time she was told to back up, she said, she told the music director that she wants to go and pee. She went to the toilet in Dirwe Plaza then. She went to the toilet and she didn't come again to church until after six months. <laughs> and you will wonder, what did I, what did we, did I say something wrong? That, if nothing, because they just told her to come and back up. Some of you, your leaders are helping you, okay, by not giving you commitment. I don't, don't, don't say, ah, they're not giving you. No, they're helping you. So you know run away from six months because sometimes it's not as easy as you think. You know, when you come up, they just, <laughs> everybody's eyes are on you. And you now freeze. <laughs> you freeze. You say, ah, I'm not sure I want to come again. <laughs> Hallelujah. God will take you through seasons in this year. Ephesians 1, look at it. Sorry, I'll round up with Ephesians 1. Sorry, protocol. Ephesians 1, are you there? Ephesians 1, uh, 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 uh. let me just open there. Ephesians 1, and chapter, Ephesians chapter 1, verse, verse 9 to 10. It says, this was supposed to be my teaching today. Ephesians on understanding. <laughs> but to, I've not even started, so... I was supposed to talk about understanding, okay? Spirit of understanding, again, to continue. But we are not going that. But we just, it's enjoyable. It's good that we're flowing by the Spirit. And I want to believe that this is very instructive, okay? It's instructive. You get your mind prepared. In the, in when, you, when, when you, you know, in the beginning of the year, the energy is always very high. Okay, people are very receptive to the prophetic word. And the, the, what, what people always miss out with is when prophecy comes, people miss out of instruction, okay? Instruction is key in any prophetic word. You know, sometimes when they say, oh, you are going to be prosper, you're going to move, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. But, make sure, every two days. So people don't look at the make sure. People don't look at those instructions. They just look at, hey, this is the word for me. But instruction, that instruction is key. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. So what we are doing now is very instructive, okay? You get yourself prepared. Fire up your devotion, okay? Give yourself to prayers. That's how you find divine expression. That's why it will become easy for you to express sonship. But look at it. He said, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to the good pleasure which he has proposed in himself. Next verse. Next verse. That in the dispensation, look at it. Uh, uh, I pray in the name of Jesus that God will open your heart and eyes of understanding in the name of Jesus. Now he's saying that. He said, God has made known unto us, you know, the will, is good, the good pleasure of his will. He said, that in the dispensation, of the fullness of time. The word fullness of times here is the maturity of times. So God, what he's trying to say is this, just to help us, you know, in better English, that God has planned for the maturity of times. You know, I was telling you earlier that there's a bigger picture of things. If you know the bigger picture of things, you will be on board that. He said that in the dispensation of times, it might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and on earth, even in him. So God's agenda of all time, what God has planned, that in the maturity of time, when time has matured and complete, which he has not even completed now, when time has matured and complete, he will gather everything together in Christ. And that's what people, you know, people refer to as rapture. Okay, but it's not a disappearance. It's a gathering in Christ. Everything, everything. That's why I say, where the eagles, where the cacas are, there with the eagles gather. How you get what I'm trying to say here? Eagles gather there. So what I'm trying to say here, God said, God planned for the maturity of time. The same thing, the same thing. 
as you pray, give yourself to prayer, okay, this year. As you pray, you can navigate by the Spirit the event of this year in your own life. See, we have declared the word as a church, as a family, that, you know, God's word, the manifestation of God's offsprings, the year of God's offsprings, you know, authority, kingdom authority. But I want, to, I, I want to encourage us that you should go back in your house, your closet, and seek the Lord's face. Pray more in the spirit. Get yourself sensitive like the sons of Issachar to understand times and seasons in your life. Sometimes, I know, sometimes we'll be praying in church. Yeah, listen, listen. Sometimes, okay, I've, I've closed. Close the Bible. Come on, take it. Sometimes, Thank you. She's been frowning her face on me. So, thank you so much. Thank you for the frown. All right. So, so uh, you know, so, sometimes we'll be praying in church. We'll be praying in church. I know leaders are prayers. We're praying as we're praying. I just know in my spirit that, huh? In the next one week, God is going to do this and do this in the church. We are entering a season. I know. Sometimes I used to say it that we're going to be something. Something's going to happen. And I know season. Most of the time, season of increase. I know that God is doing this. You know, there's a particular angel like that that God used to send. Every time, it's, 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 always, it's not like, I know. Amen. I just know. Even in my life, I know, huh? This thing is about to start. Sometimes, when you, sometimes, listen, sometimes you may not have been sensitive probably because you ate so much eba, you know, and you have eaten, you, have, you are so busy with, you know, kana song, you know, you know, yeah. Whiskey, Davido, you will party. You're, so you are not sensitive at all. And suddenly you just find yourself in the middle of situation. Bam! You know, normally you are supposed to be sensitive that, ah, situation is about to happen. But now you just find yourself in the middle of it. Okay? As you found yourself in the middle of it, you say, ha! What will I do? Many people are like that. They get themselves in the middle of nowhere. They say, what will I do? Ha, Mokbeo. What can I do? Ha, they start running from, you know. But when you are sensitive in the spirit, you know ahead of time. Jesus knew ahead of time that he was going to the cross. He was led by the spirit to the cross. And the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame. But he saw something. He knew there's a joy that is set before, I mean, after the cross. He knew. So he did not just go to the cross. Just imagine going to the cross, not knowing what's going to happen after the cross. It would be, amen, it would be terrible. Because he knew what was going. Look at it. Listen. See, as he approached the cross, okay, every step of the way, even on the cross, he said, Father, look at it, on the cross, with the pain and the agony, he's saying, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Right there. <laughs> Who would be in his right mind and be forgiven his persecutors? Are you trying to say? He understands times and seasons. He said, this is the season. Sometimes he would tell the disciples, when they come to him, he said, no, 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 the hour has not come. The hour is not yet. I said, Master, Master, no, the hour is not yet. And when it was time, he said, the hour has come. <laughs> Amen. He said, the hour has what? Has come. Understand times and seasons in your life. Oh, yes. you just be deceiving yourself. You are God's children, oh. Amen. What you have to do like this to your ears? <laughs> you know what does that mean? You are God's children. Flow by the Spirit. Understand times and what? Seasons. How would you do it? Pray. Get yourself in the Spirit. Pray. Understand seasons. So that when you are in that cross season, okay, you'll be telling Father, forgive them. You'll not start taking malice on people you are not supposed to take malice on. Joseph told his brother, he said, no, 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 no. Don't worry. No, you get no need to worry yourself. He said, God used this season for this season. You understand what is happening. So that you don't unnecessarily, your blood pressure start rising. Okay? You start hating everybody in your life because, you know, this is, this is. are you going to pray and say, yeah? Bow your eyes and pray. Talk to God. Say, Father, I receive Leading sensitivity in the name of Jesus. 
I receive, Lord, I pray that my sensitivity will be sharpened in this year. In the name of Jesus. So that I receive strength in various seasons. Seasons of joy, seasons of victory, seasons of, you know, covering more ground. Seasons of labor, seasons of, you know, uh, investment. Seasons where you're going to give yourself to the things of God. Seasons, seasons. Say, Lord, open my heart. Open my heart and eyes of understanding. So that I'll be sensitive to these seasons in the name of Jesus. Come and pray to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. 